so I wanted to hurry up and dive in because okay. you just came back downstairs and are panting. So I figured <laughs> well, I you probably, stairs. I should probably dive in so, real quick. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll just sit here in silence for a minute and let you. I'll just lean back and breathe <laughs> off mic. <laughs> uh, so thanks for the popcorn. You're welcome. Let me have some cheddar popcorn. Mm-hmm. That was nice of you. <laughs> you're, in, well, you're welcome. Came in with a big sack of stuff. Yeah. Red vines, but you don't like red vines. No, I'm not really a big licorice type guy. No. No. So I was on the on the way here, stopped at the gas station to uh, to get the snacks because uh, not really a big secret. We're recording a bunch of these ahead of time because I'm going to be in California for a month, meeting my girlfriend's family. Uh, so uh, we need to get a bunch of these out of the way. It's going to be a long night. I'll get a bunch of snacks, you know. What if your girlfriend's family is the society family? <laughs> what no. if you get there and it's that house? That would be really weird. <laughs> also, like, fuck yeah, that house is nice. Yeah, it really was. Would totally stay in that house. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. This is the weird, creepy shunting part, but uh, <laughs> the rest of the house is real nice. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I go in there, get snacks, whatever. Uh, talked to the guy and he's like, how's your day been? And I was like, oh, you know, it was nice. Like, uh, boss let me out of work early. You know, it was a good day. He's like, what are you going to go? What are you out doing? And I was like, oh, I'm going to go do some podcasting. I hate when people do that, dude. <laughs> I can't tell you how much I will be getting a haircut and they'll be like, so what are you doing today? I'm like, I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't mind it. Hmm. It de- it depends on the situation, but usually it's like oh you know I'm a pro I'm I'll I'm, talk about myself. I'm I mean I'm on a podcast. Of I'm course, I'm a stripper for a living though. Like I I <laughs> just talk to people and pretend to care about what they say. Yeah, which so. is probably what he was doing. That's true. Yeah. So I was like, oh yeah, it's a pod. He's like, what kind of podcast do you do? And it's like it's called Remake Me. We watch horror movies. We talk about them. You should look it up on iTunes. He's like, I'll totally do that. And I walked out, and I was like, I just got us a new listener. <laughs> and then I realized we've both worked in retail. There's zero chance that he's zero. looking us up. No, no. There's no chance. Absolutely not. And if you're listening now, I'm sorry. People ask me for donations for things, and I'm just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck you as soon as they walk away. Yeah. Like, the worst is like the phone. It's like, oh, well, for, you know, can we mark you down for $50? It's like, I, I don't want to just hang out on you because I'm not, I'm a nice person, but I... You know what? I, I really don't have it right now. Well, you, we can do a minute donation as low as fifteen dollars. Like, ah, that sounds that sounds good. Um, definitely keep me in mind next time, but this time, no. Okay, thank you. Never. I just set myself up for a call six yeah, months later. Exactly. Oh, that sucks. I'm too damn nice. It, it ruins my life. Yeah. If you were that nice, you would have given the $15. Well, I gotta make myself feel better now. Who needs breasts? <laughs> the cancer can have them. <laughs> God, that went dark. God. <laughs> I think they were like selling garbage bags or something uh, for breast cancer. It was weird. Uh, uh, I always love the I, those type of things. Like, uh, People are always like uh, wearing shirts to say like "fight the fight fight it" or whatever, 
Phillips. <laughs> fight, 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 whatever. I would buy that shirt. Fight, um, yeah, whatever. But, but my point is, is like the. They make sure that they let me know. But I love the idea because there's nobody that's pro breast cancer. Yeah, no. Like, there's not, it's not an opposing team that somebody is fighting for. And they're talking about awareness. People know that breasts can get cancer. I don't know. I, I don't get me wrong. I get it. But I, it's like, I love the air. Do you like uh, the vehicles that have the in memory of stickers? Mm-hmm. I never understood that at all because. Did someone buy the vehicle in memory of their loved one that they lost? What What is in memory of? I understand when they have a park bench or they make donations in their name, but when they just buy a sticker and put it on a vehicle, that makes no sense to me. <laughs> I, okay. It doesn't. Like, my 1997 Ranger is in memory of my grandfather. That doesn't make any sense. I understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. You can do that without putting in memory of which by the way those are never like my grandfather you always it's like in in memory of somebody's name and then it's like the years are like oh 12 years apart it's like yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. i'm not knocking the individual. now i'm just driving down the road and i'm sad yeah exactly no, no, i didn't I'm... know this person <laughs> yeah but now i'm like oh there was a person that existed and now they don't exist anymore yeah that's i didn't want to know that right now i was no jamming out to yeah. Alanis Morissette. Yeah, those people are jerks for t- reminding us. I know, right? <laughs> You're going to die someday. You're uh, fat, so probably sooner than most people. Uh, oh. Um we watch from beyond. Okay. Go ahead, what do you have? I was going to I was continue. Uh speaking of fat, I think uh I've had a lot of weird brushes brushes with food recently. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I imagine like you're referencing your brush collection for like <laughs> all of your different but <laughs> your barbecue sauce collection brushes is that what you mean uh no oh, okay uh i've i've been really stupid when it comes to food lately like uh it it uh, we live in indiana and it's like during winter it's cold outside mm-hmm. so like when i would go to go out to lunch those few occasions where there were leftovers. You know that it's cold outside in winter everywhere. Like, really? Yes. Is it? Mm-hmm. It's like below. It's like below freezing. I didn't say it's that cold, but it's when people when you say winter, they know that it's cold. Like it's not like there's an inverse when you're on the other side of the. In Australia, winter doesn't mean summer. I mean, when we say winter here, it is literally summer in Australia. Yes, but they call it summer. They don't call it winter. I understand that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Continue the joke. I'm just saying, in the winter time, mm-hmm. it gets like freezing. Mm-hmm. So when I have leftovers from lunch, mm-hmm. not that often, but sometimes I do, I can just leave them in my car, mm-hmm. which is basically a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. For the four or five hours until I get home mm-hmm. and put them in my real refrigerator. Mm-hmm. But now that it's like 60 degrees outside, <laughs> which because it's Indiana, it goes like today it's 30, tomorrow it's 60, and then it's going to be 12, and then it's going to be 83. So 
you can't leave food in your car for five hours when it's 60 degrees no. outside. No, you can't. Especially like, I don't know, beef brisket. So uh, I I did that, and then I took it home and I put it in my fridge. And then I forgot the part where it was in not in the fridge for five hours. And then like I ate it, and it made my tum tum not happy. <laughs> Uh, gave myself food poisoning. And then uh, today I ate uh, ref- like store-bought sushi that's like was it four half days off old. From, was it half off from the gas station? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it was at Kroger where it was probably fresh. But that was like four days ago. Mm-hmm. And the rice was all hard. And that was my dinner, and it wasn't like I'm not. I'm just saying I don't feel the best right now, and it's all my fault. Don't expect your A game, right? Well, come on. I feel like the the amount of red vines that you ate should should counterbalance the yeah. possibly healthy food that you did have <laughs> in your body. <laughs> um, years ago, when I was in college, um, we. Had a little mini fridge, mm-hmm. and it was late one night, so I my roommate was asleep. So I opened up the mini fridge, and there was like a, a queso dip or something along those lines, the little glass container, which I also had for dinner. But so, go ahead. So I literally. So uh, there wasn't much left. So what I did was I took off the lid, I microwaved the little bit of cheese that was still in there, and then I took. Fritos, and I poured them in there and then ate it with a fork. Okay? Sounds about right for college. Yeah, I mean, there's not much. There wasn't much in there. So, and then I went to bed happy and full. And I woke up the next morning, and I had taken the lid off of the container, sat it upside down on the microwave, and I looked at it, and it was moldy, which I hadn't seen because it was dark and I didn't wake my roommate up, right? Mm-hmm. And I was simultaneously disgusted that I had obviously eaten moldy cheese, but really happy that it was dark because it was good and I wouldn't have eaten it <laughs> if I had if I had seen that it was moldy. Uh, I used, uh, I had a friend when he lived with his dad still, and we would hang out in his basement. And uh, my friend has this thing where he can't drink warm pop, so he'll drink a few sips of a pop, and then sometimes he'll just forget about it, and then he'll be like, oh, this is warm, I'm going to get a new pop, soda, whatever, Indiana, we say pop. Uh, and he would have cans of varying fullness that were just down there in the basement for months. And then one day, we were bored, and he said, I'll give you $2 for every can you can polish off. And I was like, I don't have any money. I could probably make some money doing this. $2 a can. There's like 30, 40 cans there. If I could finish them all. So I start with like the least full ones. Order them. And just start downing them. I get to 11. I I successfully get down 11. That's $22. Very excited. I go for number 12, and on the top of the can is basically like a rice cake thick disc of mold 
that has grown on this can of this almost full can of Coke. And I suddenly realized what I had just done and (laughs) ran upstairs and just ran through his his cabinets looking for antibiotics or something. (laughs) I don't know. I think I took expired antibiotics, which probably compounded everything. But, yeah, I felt better about it. (laughs) It was disgusting. Did you get your twenty two dollars? I got my twenty two dollars. I remember and a story to this day. I remember in like tenth grade, somebody paid you to eat uh, an entire pack of like the little Listerine strips, like the super super powerful. Those like you put on your t- like you, you put, put on you your drop acid, but it's yeah, Listerine. Yeah. Exactly, and you ate an entire pack in one bite. Yeah. How much did you get for that? I don't remember. Yeah, but it was it was basically <laughs> like gummy Listerine at that point. <laughs> gross yeah uh yeah so enough about weather and food mm-hmm. <laughs> uh i'll do the uh synopsis for from beyond if that's okay. okay with you yeah sure so from beyond uh sees a couple of scientists create a device which allows you to see a uh another dimension and the other dimension to see you uh it starts to affect uh, those that have seen it and alter uh, themselves physically and mentally. Um, culminating in them going crazy, dying, and ultimately the machine blown up as a sacrifice to make sure that the world can continue as we know it. Sure. Does that sound about right? Yeah. Good. That's so, the movie. So, so the op- don't need to talk about it further. There you go. The opening scene, we see the this machine going right, mm-hmm. and it's a room full of stuff. This was very, very reminiscent of the original Fly. Except, like the movie starts, and I'm like, did did you start it in the middle? What's going on here? Because there's <laughs> there's no dialogue. He's just like tappy tappy tap, old computer, old computer, tappy 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 tap. Oh, a thing's happening. Well, at least it was an old computer too. The yeah. screens were like re- real to to what it was. I love made. I love the kind of old computer shit in movies. It's like it was literally an attic, just full of what was probably one big huge computer, mm-hmm. but it was like wall after wall. I'll pose the same question I asked you for the fly: How much radiation did those things <laughs> give off? I mean, those were like. Probably actually computers, so couldn't be that much, yeah. right? What about the uh, the know, resonator? All the gallium in there. The resonator didn't. It's got to be unhealthy, right? <laughs> I mean, it made that dude's parietal lobe grow through his skull, so <laughs> I'm gonna say unsafe at all levels. <laughs> uh, we immediately see Doctor uh, Petraeus. No, that's the Petinalis. Petrialis, Petri, Patpi. I've if you hadn't said Petraeus, <laughs> I would have had it. Edward Patronus. No, it's not Patronus. <laughs> um, I I realized that I was writing it down wrong, and I still just kept writing Petraeus. So we're gonna run with that. But he, so he's nude almost the entire time when we see him in this movie, mm-hmm. and he is wearing what I would best describe. As 
a human hair vest. Like it's exactly where you would wear a vest. Like it's not down to his. It's, it's a. It's a. Uh, it's like it's a, a crop life. top. It's like a. It's, it's a crop like, top. Uh, it's like it's a belly shirt. Yeah, of hair. It's, it's a belly shirt of hair. Yeah, it's it was it's like the mesh, like uh, 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 like the eighties belly shirts made of mesh, like mm-hmm. the like the studly dudes like, wore. Like yeah, the studly dudes like right said Fred. <laughs> yeah, right said Fred. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> right said Fred. That's but it was made of human hair. Frankie says it was it's all right. bizarre. And then like later in the movie, we end up seeing his ass, and I was like, for an old guy, he's got a pretty tight ass. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see that? <laughs> I don't. Rem- I don't particularly remember his ass. I definitely do. I remember old guy's ass from society, <laughs> but not, not this particular old guy's ass. Uh, so, uh, they're almost immediately after the initial incident in which uh, Jeffrey Combs, our lead character Crawford, sees to the other side and Petraeus is got, gets his head bitten off. It's bugging me. I can't remember yeah, his name. It's okay. Edward. His name's Edward. Okay. Edward Petraeus <laughs> gets his head bitten off. They're at the hospital. And I love seeing in these movies when they're just, the, the doctor is casually smoking inside the hospital. Yeah. I love it so much. It's it, a, it reminds you of a bygone era. It really does. Because I, I remember like smoking in McDonald's. I mean, I wasn't smoking in McDonald's, yeah. but my parents were smoking in McDonald's. You go to McDonald's. Pizza Hut and it's like, you want the smoking or non-smoking section? Yeah. Which are right beside each yeah, other. It doesn't do no, anything. Yeah. They're literally two tables right beside each other. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. So they're in a hospital, and first off, all the doors have Star Trek noises. <laughs> so that's how you know it's the future. <laughs> was it? Was this the future? I don't know. I don't think this was the future. <laughs> it was like a rundown. Prison slash mental hospital. It was had a prison vibe. Yeah, with dudes furiously masturbating behind Star Trek doors. Yes. <laughs> so then a uh, psychiatrist lady goes and talks to Crawford and uh, about his experiences. And uh, they're both science people, so they talk science. And, of course, because it's a movie, get it all wrong. Uh that's what that's what really bugs me about this. Like, you do research and shit, but then it's like, oh, the science stuff, uh, theory, and that's just whatever. We'll just throw the we'll throw words around, mm-hmm. and it always always bugs me. You know, this isn't a documentary, right? Really? Yeah. <laughs> I hate to break it to you, not a documentary. If they were talking about something you were interested in, like if they were talking about horror movies and a horror movie, you would critique them if they were talking badly about it's them. It's important. It's not science. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, So Ken Forey ends up escorting them. Pretorius. Petrorius? Pretorius. 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 Uh, that's why. Because the whole time I was thinking, Pretorius. Like Notorious B.I.G. Anyway, I just want that Star joke. I just want that joke to linger. 
Because it's so bad. It wasn't a joke. That's literally so what I was thinking Ken every time they said it. Foray ends up accompanying Barbara Crampton and Jeffrey Combs Crawford mm-hmm. to the house so Which that they can attempt. Name. His first name is Crawford, which yes. I didn't realize until the very no, end of the movie. I don't movie. think we could have could no, have realized that. Him Crawford, and then he's like, oh, I'm Crawford Tiller Grass or whatever. And it's like, Wait, Crawford was your first name? Yes. <laughs> so he ends up accompanying them, and he says uh, that they can't, so they end up firing up the resonator again. They get to see some fucked up shit going down. Mm-hmm. She wants to do it again, and he says he can't because it's reckless endangerment. So here's my question: Does reckless endangerment, like, does her, does his jurisdiction translate into other dimensions? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, at what point are they? Is this like, like, is like, what are the laws on the moon? Is yeah, that what this is? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like when they're in the other dimension, like. I think the other men, it's basically international waters at that point. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing, they can just gamble. Like, right, I would yeah. just turn the resonator on just to, like, play some craps. But yeah, and then Pretorius could just marry them legally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you could tell Ken for you to <laughs> shove it. <laughs> like, we're we're in the resonator right now. You need to back off. Totally. Yeah. Pretorius. Uh, they, one of the effects that it has is that everybody starts to become like hypersexualized mm-hmm. in particular Barbara Crampton. Right. And there's uh like you'd have already seen that Petraeus Pretorius. There you go. Has, has already had that. Cause he basically like built a sex room mm-hmm. and was making porn. Right. Um, so, but okay. So this is a weird plot point, but like, so Crawford uses the resonator presumably for the first time and gets it to work. Abertorius is like, oh, it works. I'm going to go turn it on full blast. But it seems like he was being influenced by it the whole time also. Mm -hmm. Maybe it just means he was schizophrenic. (laughs) Maybe. I don't know. Um, So seems weird. Do you, could you use any of those? Do you need a kinky sex room? I mean, me personally, no. Yeah. I I don't. Either. I wouldn't turn down a kinky sex room. No, but I don't I, know that I would use it that often. That's a, <laughs> but you know, it's always nice to have an option. <laughs> but I don't think that, <laughs> like, if I was given those, I don't think I would go through with any of those things. <laughs> it would this be kinky like, sex room needs more horror DVDs. <laughs> <laughs> Move over, gimp suit. <laughs> Here comes every. It's alive. Uh, at one point, year I thought this was a while ago. Um, my wife and I were being intimate or starting to be intimate, and the and, clapper uh, kept coming on. And she, she was uh, trying to be uh, intimate, and like she was nibbling my ear. And I swear to God, I thought her teeth met. Like she was on my earlobe <laughs> and was trying to like bite down a little harder or like mm-hmm. move to the next step. And I swear to God, I thought that she bit part of my ear off and she, it just ruined it immediately because I got all pissed off and she didn't mean to obviously, but yeah. I'm just like, why'd you do that? My ear is bleeding. Oh, look, it's bleeding. bleeding. No, it's not bleeding. Well, it really hurts. <laughs> you know, normal people wait to cry till after sex. I'm telling you, dude, wait until you feel like you're... <laughs> 
got bit off. That was not the funness of that. Uh, um, so Barbara Crampton, we said, gets all sexed up. Yeah. She was at, uh, so I showed you the poster. She signed the poster. She got a few things signed from her. Okay. Um, she's beautiful. She's in her 50s probably now. Lovely, lovely woman, right? Someone else at the convention agreed with me at one point because I was standing by him like in another line mm-hmm. and we're kind of close to the front and his back is, he's facing towards me so I can see behind him is Barbara Crampton. He is talking to his friend and I don't remember the quote, but it was something pretty vulgar <laughs> of along the lines of like uh Oh, yeah, did you see Barbara Crampton? She's pretty fucking hot, dude. I'd bang the shit out of her or just something like really vulgar. And it was the stereotypical TV thing where his friend was like, and he turned around and like made eye contact with Barbara Crampton. And she was they just kind of like had an awkward moment with each other. She definitely heard him say all that about her. And it was incredible for me to be able to watch as just a witness to it is that I didn't have any uncomfortable feelings at all because I just got to witness it happen. And then they met up in the bathroom 20 minutes later. It was incredible. I don't think that's the case. Russ was there. <laughs> just He got to witness it all. Just peeking through. Mm. Uh, um, the uh, when, At one moment when they're in the resonator... Uh, Is this still the first time they're in the resonator? I don't even remember. I, I can't yeah. keep track of them because they go through so many times. But uh, not Petraeus goes full Street Fighter, and he like stretches his arm out across the <laughs> across yeah. the room. What was that Street Fighter character's name? Dalsim. Yes, and he reaches across and grabs him, and I, it's all I thought was Street Fighter. <laughs> Yoga fire. <laughs> <laughs> so the first time they turn on the resonator, like literally, they're about to die, and he turns it off. Mm-hmm. They have no need to ever turn it on ever again at no, that point. No, you said at this point, <laughs> okay, they turned it off and then the movie's over. They never <laughs> turned it on again. The end. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I would I would never be an interesting character in a movie. Because like, oh, well, I guess I learned my lesson. <laughs> 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 you guys want to go <laughs> get some Taco Bell? <laughs> but that's not what happened. No. Um because science the detective there's a detective i don't understand the hierarchy of this system mm-hmm. so there's like a detective in charge of the case yeah he was Petraeus's body when he head got bit off so he's investigating that he's in charge of jeffrey combs he's deciding whether barbara crampton or the doctor at the hospital gets uh, how does this man get to choose everything i don't know but he obviously had just been on a very successful first date with mm-hmm. a nice gentleman. Yes. Who was nice enough to put his coat over his shoulders. <laughs> yes. That was so bizarre. And then we see him an hour later in the movie when he, Jeffrey Combs, has gone full crazy. Mm-hmm. He now has a snake monster. Like a weird spermy thing. That's out coming of out of his forehead. forehead. That because it's his pineal gland mm-hmm. has has it's grown, grown so much that it's that it's well, now it's wormed w- its w- way out, wiggly and and alive. Um, 
so he's back and he is still has this jacket but it <laughs> now it's slung over his shoulder and he's not even just leaving it there it's slung over and he's got his arm wrapped around it mm-hmm. like it's a baby like like he like was he loved this thing from wardrobe yes was like my character is totally wearing that yes. but like then realized he didn't know what to do with it <laughs> so it's like uh i'll just put it over my shoulders or uh it'll just it'll, just, it'll be here it'll hang it i'll hang it over my and i'll be like a male model it'll just hang it Oh, that's kind shoulder. of uncomfortable. My arms, yeah. my, oh, hold on. Let me wrap tired. it around a little. After about four takes. Oh, oh, oh. so I started wearing like a maturity. It was, it was a uh, stupid jacket. Uh, Ken Foray's penis is pretty predominantly featured in this movie. It really is. I think it had third billing. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> he's like he's wearing red speedo underwear or something yes and then they go in the basement which is full of weird ghost water mm-hmm. and he gets his underwear all ghost wet and it's just <laughs> clinging just completely you want me to blow your mind think about this too there's no way all right in real life mm-hmm. there's no way that water was warm yeah that was cold water yeah, and that's go. what he was showing yep. us wow it's true what they say about S- black men some stereotypes are accurate <laughs> It's him and Shelton Benjamin. Why do I know that name? Uh, he was a wrestler, and I remember one time specifically, like watching SmackDown, and him getting hip tossed, and like very obviously, like he wasn't wearing a cup or something that day, and like his penis like flopping <laughs> up in his in in his his tights, like not out of, just you could visibly see it go up and down, and like Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> what does he even do with that thing? Oh, uh, they so they end up back at the hospital, and before this, uh, Kevin Foray gets eaten by weird bugs. Yeah, the bugs eat him for some, but not the other two that yeah, they were definitely the on for two, way longer. Yeah, the other two are covered in bugs for like three or four minutes and have like oh they ate a little bit 20 seconds on ken foray and there's like mm, we're, this, we're going to town on this guy yeah and uh so he, he looks like a skeleton i don't know if there are any if <laughs> any mr show fans are listening but he was like he it reminded me of the uh the biggest fan sketch that jumped in the acid i'll show you when we're done recording you'll be like that's spot on that's a good reference Right now, you're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. But when you see it, you'd be like, that's a good reference. I think I tried a little bit of Mr. Show, and I ultimately don't think I'm a David Cross fan. Hmm. Like, I thought that I was, but the more that I see, I just don't think so. His stand-up's real good. Yeah, maybe. And Bob Odenkirk's a freaking genius. Oh, I I like Bob Odenkirk, for sure. Yeah. Um, Do you know Brian Posehn was going to be, like, Bob Odenkirk, David Cross, and... Brian Bosan and HBO was like, he looks weird. Let's take him off the bill. Isn't that the point? Like, don't you want interesting looking people? Apparently not if you look like Brian Bosan. Mm, that's true. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they, uh, they all got careers and Apparently my man. thing this episode is going, oh. <laughs> <laughs> just realized. I wanted to make a Just Shoot Me reference. You interrupted it. Sorry. 
Um, so they, they get back to the hospital and there's an ambulance taking a homeless man in. Yeah. I loved the way that this homeless man was yelling. (laughs) It was like the craziest, like high pitched, almost singing voice. Mm -hmm. And I, I, like, I want that as a ringtone. (laughs) He's got a weird worm thing coming out of his head. Oh, oh, it's a snake man. Watch out. (laughs) I loved it so much. Um, uh, so the whole film, like, uh, or not the whole film, but while they're, whenever they're at Star Trek Hospital, there's the the doctor there who is very set on everyone's a psychopath, ever, or you know, everyone's schizophrenic, so everyone needs to like be locked away forever. And so, I kind of hate characters that are like completely obstinate in even when presented with incredible incredible evidence it's like to the contrary so like she's looking at him and sees the hole in his forehead she keeps trying the, to grab it with the thing like flinging out of it like well it's just it's just like it's like prairie dogging for a while yeah but she's like and she's trying to grab it. she's trying to grab a hold of it yeah <laughs> and then finally it goes full-fledged it's erect yeah it waves at her yeah. and then sucks back in. Uh-huh. And she's still like, it's probably just good for her. Yeah. You've ruined this man's life. And it's like, and it's like, she just, she's just discovered a medical marvel. Like, she just writes a paper oh, nope. and she's it's famous good, forever. It's good for her. Hey, uh, Nurse Ratchet, the, uh, the, the cops are here. Oh, okay. Let me just leave him completely <laughs> alone and go talk to the policeman. Seems reasonable. Yeah. Uh, and then he, he, bit her eyeball out and sucked out her brain yeah that's what's happening right he sucks out her eyeball spits it out and sucks out her brain because his little forehead sperm thing was like "Ooh, there's a brain in there mm-hmm. you should suck that out uh he does it to somebody else and then he goes and eats a brain that apparently was just chilling on ice well in the brain the, holding yeah. room yeah those were brain. Those were brains of weird people to study. Obviously, I feel Duh. like I feel like they wouldn't have been like marinating. I feel like they would have been in no like you formaldehyde just have, you have your brain something. bucket, right? Every hospital has one. <laughs> <laughs> and when you look at it through your weird uh, worm thing, it glows bright pink. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is beautiful. Yeah. Uh, they end up. Barbara Crampton kind of comes to her senses. Decides that she needs to blow up the house. Somehow, somewhere, finds or manufactures a bomb. How do you... It looked like dynamite. <laughs> Where do you buy... If I had the need right now to buy dynamite, mm-hmm. other than the Acme company, yeah, I don't know where to get dynamite. Just call Amazon and be like, I'm a mining company? Mm-hmm. I don't know. You can buy uranium on there. You could probably buy dynamite. No. Uh, did they still have the drone delivery? Because she got it quick. Yeah. That that isn't a thing that happened yet. I'm. I can't wait for that to happen. I might move to a bigger city just to have drone delivery. I don't even get that much shit from Amazon, but to have it delivered to my door by a drone—that's stupid. I I would pay money for that. <laughs> Uh, there ends up being the big showdown before the bomb goes off. 
Yep. Uh, and there's a ton of awesome creatures. Yeah. And just the, the chaos design, ensuing. Like, uh, Pretorius going from normal human and then going through his Cronenberg journey, I thought was all really well done. Um, do you remember Ace Ventura 2? I, I, yeah, I just, I kept seeing Jim Carrey in this for some weird reason. Well, here's when I saw Jim Carrey was when Jeffrey Combs is coming out of the mouth mm-hmm. yeah. of him. And it's the same it's the thing. the hippo or the, rhino? the rhinoceros. Yeah. Is, he's coming out naked and just like, <laughs> just all slimy. Yeah. That's exactly what I saw. Um, we forgot to mention he gets eaten by the the basement creature and then like becomes powder. Yes. He, like loses his hair mm-hmm. and all skin tone. Yeah. And then sleeps under the vagina picture. Sleeps under the vagina picture and becomes all splotchy and gross and that's the moment with Barbara Crampton can't. Yeah, I'm gonna dress up in bondage and fuck you. Wait, were you telling me that or were you talking about the movie? Hey. <laughs> little column A, little column B. Um what and Ken Foray is like, look at yourself in the mirror, the sex mirror on the ceiling. Yeah. It's like, look at yourself while it looks like he's fucking her from behind. But, look at yourself but, shaking her. But that was after like he really had to have a few moments of like talking himself down because she's trying to seduce him. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, got to be professional. Got to be professional. Down boy. Got to keep professional. Uh, and he does. And then he got eaten by bugs for he's it. a gentleman. Yeah. And he got eaten by bugs. Yeah. As a pro football player, they're all crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, what else you got from From Beyond, Justin? Uh, I mean, it, it was cool that they're like a hive mind. They absorb people and then have all their memories and and brain functions and everything. I thought that was that's a cool concept. Yeah. Did you like it? Overall thoughts? Uh yeah. I mean, it was all right. It was it was fun. I wouldn't say it's spectacular no it's not it was fun it was it was fun to watch it was fun to kind of make fun of as going on but then sometimes you're like oh that was legitimately kind of cool yeah it's definitely i I would watch it as a creature movie that's there to have fun to -hmm. see practical effects um i mean i guess there's a little bit of computer stuff but they're so i mean i think a lot of it was like the those weird swimmy things eel yeah, weird things that was just you know c- compositing. But. Yeah, but but it, that's not the centerpiece by no. any means. No. It's it's the the big ass, It's the big ass monsters that they're that they're building. That's yeah. awesome combination, um, and that's what I really enjoy about the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justin, yes, would you give us a synopsis of society? Here we go. Uh, That's why I made sure that I did the one for From Beyond, <laughs> just so you know. So, a high schooler finds out that there's something off about his family. And, and this is Remake Me, so we get to see a sex scene with the high schooler that's under 18. <laughs> yeah, Go of ahead. course. Of course we get to talk about child nudity again. <laughs> uh, uh, a high schooler... Finds out there's something weird about his family and investigates and obviously doesn't like what he finds. Okay. Also, there's weird not aliens. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good job, Tom. Thanks. 
Uh, I have like no notes for this movie. Uh, I have two. Uh, first one is suntan lotion in the mouth. Gross. <laughs> Which, by the way, that suntan lotion had to have been 100% full both times mm-hmm. that it was squirted. Because yeah. it was squirted twice at in, like a distance. In just beautiful ribbons. Yes. Streaming out. Mm-hmm. Ribbon after ribbon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right in his face. <laughs> And that actor committed too, because he had it in his mouth and was like breathing. Yeah, and it's and it got was a like, little flop. It was it's like, like glur- in and out, in and out. <laughs> Yeah. Then he just left it there. It's a little suntan lotion bubble. Ugh. And the second note I have is "fuck you, butthead." <laughs> so those are the notes I have for society. <laughs> so I guess we should. Uh... Which I almost accidentally texted to my girlfriend. <laughs> Fuck you, butthead. Yeah. I, I was about to hit send. I was like, but these are my notes. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you, butthead. Uh, that would have been hard to explain. The, uh... Russ is looking very weirdly at his notes. He is perplexed. Oh, I got it. Okay. Oh, here we go. Um... Yeah, sure so, you have it? so you know, I do. I just it doesn't. It, it says trapper keeper. I was gonna. Th- I mean, <laughs> do you? Just want me to dive into trapper keepers now? I was gonna ask you. It wasn't even a trapper keeper. It was a binder. No, but it reminded me of my trapper keeper, and I was gonna ask you what if you had a trapper keeper and what your favorite trapper keeper was. I just had one of those like it's got a pattern on it. Trapper keepers. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We always would did back to school, school shopping late, so it was like this or a Lisa Frank one. It's like those are for girls. Uh, I I had an awesome one where it was like a bowl, like batting and playing baseball. A bowl. Bowl. B u l l. Oh, I thought like, it was like b o w l. It's like a bowl of cereal. No, no, no. Or like a bowl because that doesn't seem like something. No. Can't um, save. Yeah, it was awesome. And then it wasn't really a trapper keeper. It was like a cloth style thing that you kept notes and stuff in. Mm-hmm. Um, like my best friend through high school, I took it one day and I wrote Ben Blows Goats <laughs> on it. So he had to like rip it and like fold it down <laughs> so that the Ben Blows Goats wasn't <laughs> just visible everywhere all over it. You were just a You were just a great friend in high school, weren't you? I'm about as good a friend as I am now. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> um, I didn't. I never had a cool trapper keeper. I did have a really cool lunchbox. I had a TNT Ninja Turtles lunchbox that had them fighting Shredder on the front, and then it had like the four turtles on the thermos. I was really badass. I really like that. It's probably worth money now, but it was it's long gone. Yeah, I always think like. I feel guilty when I'm throwing my kids shit away because I'm like, there's probably going to be some point when they're nostalgic for this and they want it. But it's garbage right now. Yeah. Fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> Who cares? Kids are awful. Um, yeah, so we didn't take much notes, but you also didn't kind of get into the synopsis of the movie. So I guess let's just go through mm-hmm. a little bit. So he, the main character, uh, there, it's a very rich family. Billy Warlock. They, That's the actor's name, which is a great name. It is a good name. Um, so, uh, very rich family, very high, high society. society. Uh, and <laughs> um, I wish that was planned. 
<laughs> I would feel better about that if I were playing. His friend comes to him and he's like, I've got a tape I want to show you. Which, by the way, first off, he would be got caught peeping on his sister. Yes. Uh, the and friend, then, the and, friend did. And yeah. then the guy did. Got caught <laughs> peeping on his sister. Yeah. But the friend gets caught peeping on his sister. And then later in another scene, he's like, I need to talk to you. And he was like, you're a person that I should talk to. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't totally just throw you in the ocean right now for peeping on my sister. Yeah. No. I'll give you the time of Let, day. Yeah, let's talk about this. So he ends up playing a tape for him that the, that the sister, the mom, and the dad are mm-hmm. talking about their planned sexual escapades, including with one another. Correct. So at this point when you're watching the movie, wh- what are you thinking? Well, I thought they were aliens because before that, she's, he's like zipping up the dress and there's like something on her back that looks like it's like trying to come out or something. It's like, oh, there's like weird aliens in like reptile aliens or something that are in human bodies. And I love that the movie like makes a point later to explicitly say, we are we're not, not aliens. aliens. <laughs> we're not aliens. We've been here just as long as you have. Yeah. He's like, well, you're, you're aliens. You're stupid aliens. <laughs> but stupid head, aliens. Buttheads. <laughs> uh, so that's dismissed. Uh, he ends up taking it to a psychologist who SWAT, we uh, later find yeah. had switched the tape out. Uh, his friend ends up dead. Uh, has other interactions, but what we need to talk about. Yeah, he finally makes it to a big party. We're not going to talk about the shower scene. I guess we can talk about the shower <laughs> where scene where she's like flipped around <laughs> and like boobs and butt on the same plane. Yeah, and then he just like opens the door and is like, "Oh, that's my sister in the shower." Who we still don't have a definitive age on. No, by the way, he's almost eighteen. <laughs> yeah. So later when we see his ass, <laughs> so fucking another child nudity. You're tur- you're turning me into a prevert. It's not like these things are planned. Um, so they end up. He ends up at the party, where the the centerpiece of this movie is a giant feeding frenzy slash orgy mm-hmm. by creatures that intermix their bodies with one another right so they're just like amorphous goo mm-hmm. basically yeah like and can form into anything just sucking and body swapping mm-hmm. and eating and assuming pleasuring one another and themselves right. all simultaneously mm-hmm. which there's another doll scene the dude is chasing after billy and he's like hey billy need a hand and his head has become a hand yes and then he doll seams his hand out yes. to capture him. To capture him. That was we talk about Street Fighter a lot on this show. Isn't <laughs> <laughs> so this like the second time? Uh, no, it's been more than that because you uh, you always throw out Raul, Raul Julia. Yeah, every so time. Last, you know that was his last movie. Do you know that was his last movie? Isn't that sad? <laughs> it's just sad that people die. Yeah. Did you know that he had a last movie? Gomez Adams himself. Yeah. Um, Apparently they're making so, an Adams Family TV show on Netflix or something. I didn't hear that. It might be. 
that's that's everything I have on that. <laughs> okay. So that was my whole story. Unverified rumors. Woo. Uh, so we do get to see a sort of sex scene between the mom, dad, and daughter. Yeah. In which, I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe this, the mother stands she, up. She's she is laying on the bed. Mm-hmm. Her, and there are hands where her feet should be. Well, arms and hands. Yeah. Where her. Or where her legs and feet would be. Right. She stands up and ends up walking on those hands. Those man hands. <laughs> those very man very hands. Very man hands. But that could be the, the dad's hands. Yeah. Uh, with no arms. Mm-hmm. And then the daughter's head pops out of her vagina butt. Something somewhere around that region. And talks to the brother. Mm-hmm. And licks him in the face. <laughs> Which she just licked the other guy earlier. Yes. Now she licks him. Um, She's a licker. I love the idea that there's somebody listening to this that does not see the movie <laughs> so much. <laughs> like, <laughs> so then <laughs> the dad comes out from under the covers. Is it really the dad? Because you see his feet. You see his feet. He's just feet and ass, and where his ass should be is his well, face. Well, no, his ass is there. Where his ass hole should yeah. be is his face. And he's like, I guess you're right, son. I am a butthead. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and he does raspberries then. Because <sighs> his face is where the asshole should be on whatever, whose ever body this is. And that's society. <laughs> yeah, that's society. He punches, his, he punches his dad in the face and drives away. Oh, wait, before that, he uh, sticks his hand up the bully's ass all the way through his body up to his eyes and pulls him back through, turning him inside out. Yes, which is pretty awesome. And on his inside, he was just like worms. <laughs> when in doubt throw some worms in there yeah the opening credits were like of maggots yeah or some oh no that was that no, was that the was other from movie uh, the opening credits of this one was the weird so boob orgy the director of society the producer of from beyond very gooey guy like whenever <laughs> there's a brian used a movie there's it's slimy mm. it's slimy do you have anything to do with the greasy strangler no i don't think so um Overall, what else you got? Anything else for society? Lots of boobs. <laughs> what? What was the point of Christina's mom or Christ, whatever her name was? Whatever her name was, I don't remember. Was that a dude in drag? No, I don't think so. Okay, something. She was just like weird, and she was like one of the aliens, right? But like simple. But I thought they were also kind of like a hive mind type thing. I don't know. Hmm. Overall thoughts on society, <laughs> Justin. I don't know. <laughs> That's basically my thoughts on society. Puffy nipples. I think it's super interesting. <laughs> I think that like having seen it a second time, you see like the very the opening scene, like he's telling the guy, "There's something wrong with my family. I don't trust them. They're they're different, and you're different." Mm-hmm. Like. He tells you the very first line of the movie, like, "Yep, this here's is what the gonna, movie's about." That's exactly what happens. Um, yeah, um, I think 
the whole thing leading up to it is worth like the craziness that you get for the final act with the bizarre incestual monster orgy feeding frenzy practical effects extravaganza sure <laughs> justin from beyond or society uh from beyond yeah i think it's 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 an okay movie i think from beyond is more fun i think i like the craziness of society more i guess if i had to choose one i would probably say from beyond ken foray he was fun he's always fun yeah um next week next week first movie first movie i'm just saying what you're saying uh housebound is the title of this one a wonderfully witty comedy horror that delights in scaring the hell out of you bloody brilliant uh it's like it's like a country farming family they're like all scared because apparently one of them is like a weird ghost mummy thing the back is really no help <laughs> it's just a house and three people's faces uh i'm gonna guess that it's like a country farm mummy thing i don't know like a haunted house movie but on a farm okay give me your synopsis let's do it let's do that that was fun last time <laughs> uh my pitch for what the movie should be yeah yeah yeah. uh so there is uh, a country family on a farm so you know on the farm there's a lot of there's threshers and tractors and stuff so like we really have some really cool uh some really cool moments for really good kills you know uh and so there's uh it's a real old house so there's ghosts uh but they like they're not just like ghosts like go through you they're like they can manifest and so the ghosts start killing uh everyone that comes to the house and the family's like getting really freaked out and everyone thinks that the family did it uh but he's really he's just he's protecting he's misunderstood he's a misunderstood ghost he's protecting the family is he a mummy or a ghost because uh, you said mummy both. before <laughs> he's like a he's like a a mummy ghost if uh are if you, i had to put a term to it are you, he'd be you, like a mummy ghost are you doing like your pretentious director voice is that what i'm hearing right that's, now that's that's basically what i slip into when you <laughs> try to try to give me the pitch <laughs> That's what happens when you tell me to pitch. I go, I turn into Hollywood douchebag. Okay, well, Hollywood douchebag, tell me what this movie is going to be about. Second film for next week we are watching is... Uh, what We Do in the Shadows. I know this movie. I almost, I have almost watched this movie several times. Yeah? I've never actually watched it. Okay. Uh, this is the dude from uh, Fire of the Concords, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I saw Eagle versus Shark. I like that. Not seen it. Uh, but so this is just like a vampire comedy, right? Mm-hmm. So a weird kiwi. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe they'll talk about kiwi crushers. <laughs> uh, like a kiwi vampire comedy. Yeah, I love. I uh, Fly the Concords is one of those shows that I need to go back and finish watching. It's one of those shows I started watching and never finished. 
Uh, but I, I really like those guys. So I'm excited. Very good. Puffy nipples. <laughs>